This is the Frost Father, Aaron Sanders, and welcome one and all again to the Frostcast. That's right. After two months of inactivity, the podcast is back, and I am back behind this mic for the time being. Look, I know it's been a tough couple of months for all of us, not only for the city, the province, the nation, but for the world as well, and we all know what I'm talking about, this pandemic. So, today's episode, I'm going to talk about what I've been up to since the lockdown started here in the city of Windsor a couple of months ago, and I count down my top five songs for this week. So, for the first time in a while, it's an honor and a privilege to say to you once again, sit back, relax, tune in, and enjoy this installment of the Frostcast. So without further delay, let's get busy. All right, today's May 12th, and the last episode I did was around March 17th, 18th. So almost two months since I've done a new episode of the Frostcast, and when I left you, we were just, and I mean we, Jordan and I, we were in the presence of bringing back one of our friends, Captain Dylan Sorrell, for March break here in the city of Windsor. We traveled to Guelph, and during that car ride there and back, which took like, I would say about eight hours, we did a special on-the-road episode, the first in Frostcast history, and it was the last time I was able to talk to you behind this mic. Now, we thought that this March break was going to be an incredible one, but unfortunately, we got hit with what the world also got hit with, the coronavirus. And for the last two months or so, the city, the province, and pretty much the nation has been on lockdown. In terms of Canada, you know, it's been a while since we've been able to try to find our ways to get back to normal. Been taking a lot of health regulations, restrictions, have been applied to stores, jobs, and etc. etc. You already know the story. I don't need to bore you with the details because... The world of media has been talking about it so much, we've been talking about it, that's what's on our minds every time we wake up and when we go to sleep. So, instead of just hitting you with the facts, even though it's true, I'm just going to tell you how my life has been since the last time I've done an episode here on the Frostcast. In two months, it's not long, but trust me, when you've been either self-isolating or quarantined inside your house for two months, it feels like half a year. Since the last time I went behind this mic, I've been alright, I've been losing weight, I've been making sure the family's alright, and on top of that I've been able to redo my basement. It's not a major renovation, but let's just say I looked into the storage bins, was able to dig through all that stuff, threw away some old things, was able to create and make up a whole lot of space in here, so one part of my basement looks completely different, and I'm glad we did that because if it wasn't for that, then I would be pretty much suffocated with all the stuff that's been around. It, it was needed in the last five or so years. I've been laying low and just making sure that I've been staying safe and healthy and making sure I follow the restrictions and everything else. Now, what's interesting is that a lot of people are feeling the wrath of this whole CV thing. If you have a job, chances are that you might have lost it. And unfortunately, that was the case for me. Because of this whole thing, I haven't been able to work. But I did tell a couple of friends right around the end of February or March that I needed a break anyhow. We did. I've done a lot of sports. I've called Windsor Express games around that time. I was in the middle of doing the women's basketball provincial college championships over at St. Clair, which was a thrill beyond belief. But still, I needed that time to take a break. And 
Of course, this wasn't the break I had in mind, but that's what happens in these days. You gotta take the certain restrictions, and because of that, we were on lockdown. And I didn't think we would come to this measure, but it did. And I was doing an express game on March the 11th, and the news broke out after the game that an NBA player was tested positive for CV, and we all know that's Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz. He's immature for what he did, but he owned up to his mistakes, and we thought that the NBL season was also in jeopardy too. That was the case, and it got canceled for the rest of the year, and now we're looking on to season 10 of the NBLC. And I'll be back on board as long as they have me back. But it's a crying shame not to see live sports anymore, or even calling it at that matter, but I was able to relax able to sleep in and a lot of people don't like to stay around and stay mum about something because that's me I'm a get up and go type of guy if I'm not working I'm gonna try to find some way to get outside do something about it either mow the lawn take a walk go for a jog play basketball but I can't do three-quarters of that stuff at this moment so what to do you just sit down relax watch TV watch YouTube play video game like everybody else and it takes a toll on you too when I meant I needed a break, this was completely different from what I had in mind. All the stores are closed, the malls, the outlet shops, sports shops, secondhand stores, you name it, all the stuff is closed, with the exception of the essential stuff, like the medicine stores and the grocery stores. But they have taken a lot of major protocols in order things are alright and make sure their customers are safe and sound. And for that, I gotta give credit to that. In addition to that, I'm going to give credit to all the doctors, everybody that's been out there to make sure that we are safe and we are happy and making sure our families and friends are alright as well. So uh, a round of applause for them if you're able to do that. And the province has been finding ways to give tributes to the doctors and they deserve it. They're the real superheroes and I cannot debate that for a second because if it wasn't for them then we would be in jeopardy as far as our health is concerned. On top of that, I normally don't talk about politicians and everything else because that's not my platform and I gave that up when I graduated college. I'm a sports guy. I'm not a politics guy. I follow it, but I choose not to talk about it because there's a whole lot more things to talk about that would affect me. But anyhow, you have to give credit to Doug Ford and his poise and his determination to make sure this country goes back to the way it was before, albeit some changes. Trust me, it was bothersome to hear the news that more things will be locked down and a lot of stores and everything else will be closed for an additional three weeks and whatnot, but it's for the better for all of us. And people, especially around my age, we get annoyed when we hear, oh, it's going to take three more weeks or it's going to stay closed till further notice, but they know what's best for us at this point. He's doing a hell of a job making sure us as a province and a nation bonds together in some ways and make sure that we adhered to the certain rules and regulations of what's going down in this lockdown. And of course, Mayor Drew Dilkins, if it wasn't for his patience and his determination to make sure that his Windsor rights are all right, then we wouldn't be in the situation we're in right now. Yes, we know there's a lot of cases in the last two months and some deaths. And if unfortunately you know somebody that's been a part of that, my thoughts and condolences to you. But on the other hand, there has been some positives around this time. By this time this gets released, you'll find out that the cases have been dropping. It's not zero yet, but we're finally making the progress of dropping those cases, making sure that we do what we got to do as a city to unite in the safest way possible. 
And I think that's one of the main reasons why we're seeing some stores slowly but surely opening back up. And in the next couple of months, we'll see a lot of things opening up again. That's a part of the phase here for the province. Now, I got to get to the one thing that's been irritating me. And it has really irritated me in the last few weeks. It's just the naysayers that has been basically doo-dooing on everything, believe that they are the voice of reason, they are the gift of gab, and so on and so forth. I'm talking, of course, about the people that go on social media, believe everything they say in every waking article without even checking it or double-checking it. Now, trust me, I used to be a journalist. That was the course I took at St. Clair College, and thank God for that. And it taught me so many things. Number one, find a credible source. Number two, make sure the article is credible. And number three, check numerous references to make sure your story is fine or that story is legitimate. However, there's a lot of people that believe that with their voice and with what they quote-unquote gather, that it has the last say. Yes, there has been some cases, there's been some cases pendings, and some deaths. We can't deny that logic, we can't deny that fact, because it's out there. But unfortunately, I think the media is beefing up that publicity way too much to the point where it's ad nauseum at some times. And I check on social media, and there are some people out there that will believe anything. And unfortunately, we are going through that phase right now, and it's annoying. People would just share articles about, oh, we may be in lockdown for the next two years. But if you double-click that article, it says that it could be the case for other provinces outside of Ontario. It's no surprise that I'm doing this outside of Windsor, Ontario. But for the provinces like New Brunswick or Quebec, that's where it irritates me sometimes because people fail to read between the lines or even read the headline for crying out loud. That's what ticks me off. That little journalist in me is saying I could correct them, but that's not my place. However, this is my place. And on top of that, they're talking about, oh, everything is going to be terrible and, and whatnot. I've heard about the second wave of CV if things don't go off right without a hitch. And people are assuming since they're opening everything right back up again, that it's going to cause a whole lot more trouble. Say what you can, but if they're doing this, if they're opening up the stores, if they're being, I guess, a bit lenient on the rules and regulations on how things are supposed to happen, then they're doing it for a reason. Let's face it, Drew Dilkins wouldn't be opening up the shops very slowly and carefully if he didn't have the faith in his Windsor rights. We're seeing cases declining. That's a good sign. We're seeing the deaths declining, and that's good too. But there's always has to be some Johnny put down or Sally Sob story out there that's basically saying, oh, this will never do. This is going to bring up a whole lot more issues if we open this back up. Hey, if that's a problem to you, stay at home. All right? Don't go out there ruining things for everybody. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aaron, you're 24 years old. You're still young. You're still rooting for things that open back up and for things to go back to normal. I may be 24, but I'm not hoping for that either. What I'm hoping is that we're able to get things back on the right path. Not back to the way things were, but to the point where we could actually be safe and we don't have to panic or have constant fear that we'll have a second wave or something worse might happen to us. God forbid. But I'm not going to sit here and just 
be negative all the time because trust me when it comes to this whole cv thing when it comes to self-isolation and quarantine the last thing you want to do is be negative you have to have a positive outlook i'm not going on a tangent and saying look be positive have healthy mind healthy thoughts and whatever but what i'm trying to get at is if you have a reason to smile smile even though it may not give other people reason to smile oh well but trust me when i say this this is the generation where we take things seriously but we don't have the time or day to joke around i think this is the time to do that we're seeing things slowly getting better that's a positive we're seeing things happening around here that's really putting smiles on people's faces and giving us a reason to have faith again that's another good reason and i've been following this stuff so i think i know what i'm saying but that you're not going to see me on a political platform anytime soon but the point is the city of windsor we're slowly and surely getting there it's still going to take time i firmly believe that we can still have a great summer and be able to go outside and what i mean outside i don't mean not at your porch not in the backyard not on your patio not in your gazebo i mean further away from your house explore have fun but do it diligently and safely i think our time will come very soon can't put a time on it but if we follow the faces follow the rules we will be back outside doing plenty of things that we have done before so we just gotta hang in there for everybody for god's sakes let's be safe let's do the right thing for the doctors thank the lord for you saving lives making sure we're healthy you are the true superheroes and to the mayor and the premier and everybody else that's been working 24 7 to make sure that we find some way to get back to the new norm as what it's called thank you for giving us a reason to still have hope thank you for putting these bylaws down to make sure that we end this thing as best as we can all right but let's just be strong out there and let's unite one each other because let's face it there's a whole lot more ways that we can interact with each other instead of being going eye to eye or one to one well social media messenger facebook snapchat blah blah all that other stuff and maybe a visit if you just stay like 10 feet away or whatever that's just a great tribute to know that you're there for somebody and you know friends become family and family becomes forever so if we adhere to that and just make sure we do what's right for the next little while we'll be back in business baby all right so that's my update on what's been transpiring in my life since the whole coronavirus thing and what I've been seeing. Now, let's go to a lighter detail. And it's time once again for the Frostcast Throwback Top 5 of the Week. We have good throwback beats for you this week. They are oldies, but goodies, but believe it or not, your boy knows a thing or two about the old school. Let's start the charts at number five. And I remember this song is set in the early 80s, but I'll tell you the backstory about it. You gotta go back to 2009. I was about 13 years old, so the beginning of 2009. And this is when I was in 8th grade at General Brock Public School. For those that went to General Brock Public School, give me a shout out so I know you're watching this. I remember those days really well. I had the blue PSP, brought it to school, and I brought it home from school. Played WWE Smackdown vs. Raw 2007. And man alive, it was a great time. 
to be around there. In the West End, everything was bumping. This was before I had my encounters with Stag. That wouldn't be until like a year later. And when you go to the 8th grade, I think of Mrs. Brown's class, honestly, because she was one of the down-to-earth teachers I have ever had in my times at school. It doesn't help that when you have the Sweat Hotel played on your radio, Mix 92.3 FM, hosted by Keith Sweat, one of my favorite radio shows of all time, next to the Steve Harvey show in the morning. And he would frequently play this. And the artist in question, she's no longer with us, but man, she had the pipes to sing. You, you thought that she was urban, but she wasn't. Tina Marie, she is sorely missed. You know her from her duet with Rick James, Fire and Desire. So here it is, Tina Marie with Portuguese Love. Coming in at number four, you're going to have to go all the way back to 2015. It was my first couple of years as the broadcaster for the Windsor Express, and every time I would go into the arena, I make sure I get there two hours before tip-off. So if it was a 7.30 tip, I made it a mission to be there for 5.30. If it was a 7 p.m. tip, be there for 5, no doubt about it. And I have to give a quick shout-out to the Express's former PA announcer, Stephen Belanger. This is a guy that knows his old-school hip-hop and R&B, and hopefully we get to hear him on the radio station one day. Who knows, him and I might team up to be, I don't know, on Mix 96.7 or Country Mix 92 or whatnot, but I don't want to go ahead into that future far away. But honestly... The Express had a wonderful DJ, and he is sorely missed to this day, DJ Thor. And this guy would play the greatest beats of all time. He mixed the current with the old school, but what got my attention from him is that the fact that he was very animated. Every play, every basket, and every song, he did it with a passion, and he did it with that heart. No question about it. And when we heard about his passing about a few years ago, that was really a big letdown because he was basically the soundtrack of the Windsor Express in the first few years of the franchise history and I tribute and I dedicate this song to the Windsor Express and the memory of DJ Thor him his friends and his family this is Gap Band with Outstanding
question about it. We miss DJ Thor, and hopefully he's looking down at us and we get his energy each and every day. Number three, here's another throwback, 1970s, folks. You know how much I love my 70s and 80s jams. I usually jam to them late at night. No doubt about it. I'm not ashamed of it. But you gotta go back to 2005. This was months before I moved here in the Rose City. Still in San Antonio, Texas, nine-year-old Frost father, little as an ice cube, no question. And then he would just go inside his mom's car after every day of the daycare center. You heard how the last show I would always jam to Earth, Wind, and Fire's Shining Star. But they had another good song, too, that I would listen to on the radio as well. And I think it helps, too, that when you have a CD collection of the old-time favorites like Smokey Robinson, Diana Ross, and whatnot, you're going to have that kind of earworm to listen to those oldies. So here I am just jamming to it. People are wondering, why am I not listening to 50 Cent, Lil Wayne, and whatnot at the time? I still was. But little did they know, I had the soul for soul and R&B. And when I heard Earth, Wind, and Fire jam this song, I'm like, you know what? This is a song for the couples. And my nine-year-old self said that. I'm not saying it now. This was back in the day. So, you know back in the day where if you wake up like around 2 or 3 in the morning, you get those infomercials and they talk about all these love songs and everything else that you could get in like 8 CDs for 5 easy payments of 19.99. My mom bought them and this song was on there. So, shoutouts to Earth, Wind & Fire, the city of San Antonio, and for all the oldies and goodies out there, Earth, wind, and fire after the love has gone. Number two, I just listened to this about a few days ago, and I just label this as the theme song for Steve Harvey. I was looking down on my Instagram, and you know, while he's taking breaks from taping Family Feud and doing the Steve Harvey morning show, he has that swagger. And if you've been checking my Facebook posts lately, you know that he's one of my idols when it comes to swagger, style, and telling it how it is. And nothing has changed from him. From the Kings of Comedy with Bernie Mac, may he rest in peace. He was one of those guys that displayed that swagger, and I think I could just summarize it into one word. I remember seeing this word back in the day during my trips to Detroit with my grandfather. I think the term is capish. I'll have to Google that soon to see if I'm right about that. It's not capiche like in Italian. We're talking about capish. C-A-P-I-S-H, I do believe, and he had that style. When he got married to his current wife, she made sure that he looked good, and he was able to display that style when he started hosting Family Feud, and I saw one of his videos, he did one of those walk-in things called The Blackout. And if you do have Instagram or Steve Harvey on social media, check out his walk, The Blackout. Originated in 1974 by one of his homeboys, and I thought this was the perfect theme song for him. And Eric Sermon did a hell of a job for compiling this song together. And you hear a little bit of Marvin Gaye in there too, so... 
you got that soul and then you got the rap too. This is from the early 2000s, I do recall. So nonetheless, at number two, it's Eric Sermon with music. Just like music. To relax my mind so I can be free and absorb the sound that keep me round. Doing my thing constantly with no worries. Peace to keep merry. Just like music. To keep me flowing, to keep me going, to keep me growing, to keep me to eat from knowing what happens out there. It's not my concern. You want to die, it's not my turn. Just like music. To do something to me like jumping the Mercedes on the highway. Doing over 80 without music, baby. Ow. Make me call my homie on the phone like there's something new out that got me in the zone. Just that feeling got me. I wish music can adopt me. Just like music. And the number one song in this week's throwback top five. Here's another story. Late 2005, early 2006. Just moved here in Windsor. And I was in for a culture shock, man. I seen a lot of people come together. I never seen a place so diverse in my life until I touched down here in Windsor. And boy, I was happy to do that. The free ride at 5 over in Mix 97.9 at those times. And you know what? They had all the great DJs out there and the great music too. I think this was the final definite era of hip-hop before we went the ways of trap and all the other rudimental music that came in the future but young jeezy put out this nice track and it's been stuck in my head ever since and that's the beauty of great music if you hear it once twice or even thrice and if you attain that earworm or just get the hook of the song you're going to remember it for a long time and i know a few years down the road you're gonna be wondering what the heck was that song so good things we have apps like Shazam and Google that we type up the lyrics and then once we see the song we download it on our phones. But this one was a classic because I remember jamming out over at the St. Joseph's basketball court which is unofficially named the Koi Fam Court. May he rest in peace. And I don't know. Every time my mom would pull up I would hear that song and that just signified me to it's time to go home, pack it up. Last point wins. So man oh man when hip hop was dying down in the classic era this song came in, and I thought this was a perfect swan song for that era of hip-hop. So, here it is, the number one song in this week's Throwback Top 5. It's Young Jeezy, Go Crazy. Can't everything around me, so what's realer? By the spiller, call me a ghost face killer. It's kinda hard to be drug-free, but Georgia Power won't give a n- life free. Switch hustles been killing them ever since. You can to tell the truth, dog. it only makes sense. When they play that new and that's it and once again it's a relief to be back behind this mic and when this season started back on Valentine's Day, I did say I didn't know if I'm going to be doing this weekly or once at a time. But this is one of those occasions. I'm glad I was able to get everything off my chest when I did. Because, let's face it, when you've been inactive with either your work or something like this for a long time, it's going to take a toll on you, but you're able to write down things so you can remember and just reflect on what happened 
in the last little while. I'm glad I was able to do that for all of you today. There will be a next episode. I could assure you of that. When will it be? You're going to have to tune in and find out. I'm going to find out for myself too. So slowly but surely, we're getting the wheels back up on this wagon, getting this podcast back in motion. And hopefully by the time I come back on here, we'll be able to experience the new norm and be able to, like what I said earlier today, go back outside and embrace the world for what it is and not take it for granted like we did before this whole thing we learned a lot in this whole pandemic thing and we're going to learn a whole lot more as the time goes on so be grateful for what you have because you never know if it will be there tomorrow that's all i gotta say to you until the next time so stay safe each and every one of you my thoughts are with you as well so until the next time here on the frostcast This be the Frost Father Aaron Sanders saying so long from the Rose City.